Hello and welcome to the Hallelujah Podcast. I'm your host Grace and I am beyond excited to have you here today. At Hallelujah, our mission is to provide a space where you can grow in your faith, be encouraged and gain an understanding of God's Word. In our episode today, Worthy, we are going to be discussing your worth. For those of you who didn't listen to our last episode, we discussed whether as Christians we should be fitting in or standing out. It was great to chat through and we discussed what the world says about fitting in, the pressure we have in society, and then we took a step back to explore what the Bible says about it. We unpacked quite a few verses and it's so clear that as Christians, we aren't called to fit in, exactly the opposite. We're called to stand out, to be salt and light, and to be set apart. One of the points I made was around confidence, and I found for myself and many of the Christians that I know that those who have a godly confidence aren't worried about fitting in. And we touched on worth and how this is a huge impact on whether your desire to fit in or not is there. And I said we need a whole episode on it. And that is exactly what we are going to do today. So we're going to chat through your worth. Where do you find it? Is it in a person, thing, title or possession? Does the Bible say anything about our worth? How do we know if we're putting it in the right things? And it's a big topic. There's so many elements to it, which is why I wanted to dedicate a whole episode. So let's get into it and chat about worth. When we talk about worth, there are a few ways that we can think about it. For the most part, when we talk about someone's worth, we use adjectives. So we could say that they are beautiful, they're smart, they're strong, they're loved, they're thoughtful, or they're generous. And our self-worth is that internal sense of being good enough and worthy of love and belonging from the people that are around us. But when you think about what worth actually means, it's the price that someone would pay for something. Oxford Dictionary defines worth as equivalent in value to the sum or item specified. Now let's think about a painting. So we've got a painting here that has been done by a very well-known artist. In this case, it's one of 10 copies in the whole world. If it goes to auction, how do we define its worth? We do it by the highest bid of the person who buys it, right? So if someone bids $1,000, then that's what it's worth. But if someone bids 1 million for it, then it's worth 1 million. So let's take that principle and apply it to ourselves. For the most part, it's pretty safe to say that most people would have pretty low self-worth. I think we don't often meet people who value themselves really highly and would say they're confident in who they are. And I know I certainly wouldn't have said that for, for most of my life. And I think we spend so much time getting our worth from how other people see us, right? How other people talk about us or even what our achievements are. So take a moment to think about where you get your worth from. Is it from your family? Is it from your friends? Is it from the career that you have? Maybe your hobbies or even your involvement from church. And maybe it comes from the goals that you have and whether or not you achieve them or not. And, you know, where we get our worth from, that often defines what our values are. So I think it's a really important thing to identify where we're taking our worth from. But that's all based on external factors, right? We just talked about how worth is what someone would actually pay for something or someone. So if our worth is the price that someone would pay for us, what did someone pay? Well, the Bible tells us all about our worth. Romans 5 verse 8 says, But God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. This verse tells us exactly what our worth is. Our worth is Christ who gave his life for us. It was our sin that separated us from a holy and righteous God, and without some way of reconciling that, we would be punished for our sin 
by a righteous God. You think about any judge. If there's a criminal, they have to be punished, and that's what a righteous and just God or person does. But it was through the death of Jesus, who was a sinless and perfect sacrifice, that our sins are forgiven and we can be made right with God. All we need to do is turn from our sin and put our faith in Jesus. So Jesus dying on the cross was an indication of the amount of love that God has for us. To God, we are worth it all to him. He wants to bring peace, joy, and hope into our lives, and we should be so encouraged by that. But that really shows what our worth is. So worth, we defined as what someone pays for it, and that's exactly what we are worth to God. He paid the price. Jesus paid the price for our sin on the cross. So we are so worthy because of that, and worth does not change. Another verse that I love is Psalm 139, verses 13 to 14. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's room. Praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. This verse is just a beautiful encouragement. It's often spoken about in church, but really just think about it again and let it sink in. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's room. Praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. You and every person is a masterpiece created by God. Every single person, unique, special, and knit together in the womb. All it takes is studying the science behind DNA and how humans work to know that we had to be created by God. He had a design for us in this world, and we are so much more than atoms just floating around from a random bang in space. And I'd love to get into that topic in another episode too, but that's beside the point for this one. But it's so clear that God has a purpose. He has a design for us, and, and he created us. We, to him, we are worthy. And our worth is way too often based on what other people tell us about ourselves. And while it can feel nice to be validated by others, our true worth is found only in Christ. He is the ultimate authority about our worth. Jesus was the same. His self-worth wasn't based on the opinions of any person around him, but it was based on his identity as the Son of God. He knew his identity was the Savior of the world, and he was confident and strong and firm in that. He knew he was the chosen one who would die for the sins of all humans. Mark 10 verse 45 says, Even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. My friend, know that you are worth everything. We are worthy to God because our salvation came at the cost of Jesus' own life. The sooner that we can grasp this truth and get that into our heart, the better. Now, we could wrap up the episode here knowing that we have answered the main question, right? Are we worthy? Yes, absolutely. The Bible makes that very clear, and through Jesus and his shed blood, we are worth everything to God. But what about value? So while worth speaks more to the cost of something, and this is just monetary, it's not the emotional attachment, value takes into consideration both the emotional and monetary cost. Where worth doesn't change, value can change. So our worth is set in Christ. He gave his life for us, so we are worth an incredible amount and that will never, ever change. But the value of something can change depending on who you ask. So let's think back to the painting that we spoke about at the beginning. As someone who isn't really an art person, I wouldn't have a particular interest in this painting. It's not of high value to me, so that makes its value lower. However, my friend loves paintings and is particularly fond of this artist, so it's very, very high value to her. 
Now, regardless of how little I value it or how highly she values it, if it was purchased for one million, then that's what it's worth and that won't change. And the same can be said for Christ. Not everyone values Jesus, unfortunately, but that doesn't change his worth. Now, what is Jesus worth? Everything. Absolutely everything. Matthew 16, 25 says, For whoever wants to save their life will lose it, but whoever loses their life for me will find it. Following Jesus, knowing his worth and knowing your worth and losing your life is the best thing that you will ever do. And just like how Jesus is valuable to God, so are you. And the Bible makes it very clear on what our value is. And there are three key points that I would like to cover about why we are valuable. The first point about why we are valuable is that we are made in God's image. Genesis chapter 1 verse 26 says, we are made in God's image according to his likeness. Let that sink in for a moment. We are made in his image. How cool is that? He chose us in him before the foundation of the world that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. That's in Ephesians chapter 1 verse 4. Even these two verses alone should totally transform the the way we live our lives. If the creator of the universe, our holy, blameless and perfect God, created us in his image and chose us before the foundation of the world, says we are valuable, then we are valuable. If we value something, we take the time to foster that relationship and make sure it's well taken care of, right? If I purchased that painting and I didn't really care for it, I'd probably just chuck it in storage. If it got damaged, no worries because I don't value it. But my friend, wow, she values it. So if she got that painting, she would frame it, keep it somewhere that no one could touch and make sure it was very well taken care of. The same goes for us. Jeremiah 11 says that before he formed us in our mother's room, God knew us and set us apart. That sounds pretty valuable to me. And the fact that we're made in his image says so much about about who we are and in what he is calling us to. The second point is that we are valuable because of what we cost. Now, we covered this above about how we are worth what God paid for us, which was Jesus, right? Ephesians 1 verse 5 to 7 says, He predestined us for adoption to sonship through Jesus Christ in accordance with his pleasure and will, to the praise of his glorious grace, which he has freely given us in the one he loves. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, in accordance with the riches of God's grace. Isn't it beautiful that God values us so much that he freely gave his son for our redemption? This adoption into sonship came at an extremely high price, the death of Jesus, his only begotten son. And the blood of Jesus has set us free and we should be living the rest of our lives for God in thankfulness for that act. The last point is that we are valuable because of what we can do and who we can become. One of the most common verses that you hear is Jeremiah 29, 11, and most of you will know this, but it reads, "'For I know the plans I have for you,' declares the Lord." plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. Ephesians 2.10 says, For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. It's a similar verse again, and we have value because of the work that we can do as a Christian. God has given us a plan and purpose for our lives, and we should make the most of this. Continuing on from Ephesians 1 that we discussed in the point just before, in verses 11 and 12, it says, In him also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will, 
that we who first trusted in Christ should be to the praise of his glory. Now, when God has a plan for you, it's not a plan like we have, right? It's not about getting a certain job, making a certain amount of money, or being happy and healthy and wealthy, but it's about living a life that glorifies God. And that is so much better. When you really think about it, the fact that God loves us so much to bring us into his plan is amazing. We get to serve the creator of this world and that is an absolute honor and should change the way that we live our lives. So let's recap that. So point one, we are valuable because we are made in God's image and he knew us before we were formed in our mother's womb. Point two, we are valuable because of what we cost. Jesus on the cross is what we cost and that's pretty big. And point three, we are valuable because of what we can do and who we can become as Christians through Jesus. He has prepared good works for us to do, and we are called to live a life that glorifies him. Now, if these three points don't show you the immense value that you have, I don't know what will. And we need to snap out of that mode of just valuing what other people think of us and and getting into that mindset of knowing how God sees us and knowing the, the value and the worth that that we have. And if we live seeking the approval of others for our whole lives, we will always come up empty. Now, as we start to wrap up this episode about worth, I have a few final thoughts for you that I wanted to share. And I know we have established above that we're worthy and valuable, right? And, you know, we've gone through scripture to see what God has to say. And we discuss some reasons about why we have worth and what it is and why we are valuable. But it's one thing to know this in our head and it's another thing to know it in our hearts. So I want to speak to the people who feel unworthy and of little or no value. And I get it, right? Most of us have had an experience with someone in the past, maybe a boyfriend or girlfriend that has left us feeling less than Or maybe it's been with friends or family or another person in your life who has left you feeling that way. And it's really hard when we put our value into the hands of someone who is flawed and we're all sinners, right? We get hurt. It's not their fault and it's not ours, but we need to establish this fact and be really intentional about moving past it. And I want to give you some practical tips or advice from my experience in this. So first, I think we really need to learn to value ourselves and knowing what we know about how God thinks about us, we should start to see ourselves in that same light and know that it's not because of anything you've done that makes you worthy, but purely because of God and the sacrifice of Jesus, your worth will never change. Through him, we are worthy and through him, we are valuable, not because of our own work. And when we know this, we can start to live our life according to this truth. We start to take pride in who we are and confidently step into the calling that God has for our lives. People see this confidence and go, wow, this person has something different. I want that. It's a huge witness to other people when we are confident in our worth as a son or daughter of God. So see yourself in the way that God sees you as a precious child and go easy on yourself as well because it's hard and it takes time and patience to get there. But like we talked about in that last episode, take your thoughts captive, constantly be reiterating that you are worthy and of value to God and that will inform the way that you live your life and slowly, bit by bit, you'll start to get out more of those negative thoughts and replace it with the happy, godly and positive thoughts about your worth and your value. 
Second, we should develop our relationship with Christ and let that guide how we live. The Bible makes it very clear that we have a high calling on our lives, and why wouldn't we want this? In Ephesians chapter 4, verse 1, Paul urges us to live a life worthy of the calling you have received. Be intentional about living a life that is pleasing to God. Read your Bible, pray, praise, and surround yourself with people who will bring you closer to Christ. All scripture points us to Christ, so get to know him and it will transform you. Less focus on you and more on him. My next piece of advice is around being humble. And since we did absolutely nothing to earn or deserve what God has given us, the very least we could do is to be humble and serve other people. Ephesians 4 verse 2 says, Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. Jesus was the perfect example of a humble and meek man, and we should be mirroring this in our lives. When we are truly confident in our identity in Christ and our worth, we can rest. We aren't striving to please other people or desperately proving our identity. We just know it. It's not what the world says about us, about how rich we are, how beautiful we are, how smart we are, but we can rest knowing that our worth and value is found in Christ and Christ alone. And that's the best news, that you are worthy, you are of value, and maybe not to the world, but to God you are, and honestly, that's all that matters. And have hope that one day we will be made whole and will be with God for eternity in heaven. This short blip of a life, no matter how crazy it might be, is worth living 110% for God, considering that we have all eternity to come. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for what you have done for us. Thank you so much for setting us free, that we are no longer captives and slaves to sin. You paid the highest price for us, God, and for that we are eternally grateful. We could never repay you for what you have done for us, so the very least that we could do is live out the rest of our lives in humble service to you. Help us and guide us, God, about how to live for you. Give us the strength to not see our worth in the things of this world, but in you and you alone. I thank you for every person who is listening today, and I pray, God, that you would touch their hearts today. Just meet them where they are right now and help them to rest in your loving kindness and mercy and grace. I pray that you would reveal your truth and word and that they would start to see themselves in the way that you see them. We love you, God, and we thank you for all that you are doing in our lives. And we pray this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Thanks so much for tuning into our second Hallelujah podcast episode, Worthy. My hope and prayer is that I will always be able to point you to Jesus and that you will leave feeling encouraged, equipped, inspired, and ready to go out and be salt and light in this world. Don't forget to follow and leave us a five-star review if you like our content so that we can get the good news out and reach more people. And I'll also leave all the links to my website and other resources in the description. And make sure you head over to Instagram at Hallelujah Podcast to keep up to date with our posts, new episodes and other news. Thanks for tuning in to the Hallelujah Podcast and I'll see you next time. 